Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Cherry Red 150. Got the Zizzy. I'm doing 60 down a one Wizzy. Going Drews down the avenue. Go, Brady. I was like, bump that. I spun that Yui, lost a hubcap. I was like, what's that? Straight from Paris. <laughs> Baby carriage. High word. Cherry red. Got the whoo. Got the skirt. Skirt. Oh. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, Let's hope we got to get a skirt in there. Yeah. I don't do it as good as you, though. Nope. You do it better. Yeah, he's not going to do it. No, that's fine. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, just living, throwing out a compliment here on a Tuesday morning. Nothing wrong with that. Not that Brady Quinn needs a compliment, though, because uh, he is uh, all of a sudden the Notre Dame lacrosse team is Mm. the talk of the lacrosse world. How about him? Holy huh? loss. Yeah. How about Andy LaFrance <clears throat> getting it done? Controversial Penn State loss, yeah. by the way. Holy it loss. very well could have been Penn State in the national championship. Bad call. He was in the as crease. opposed to Duke. He was so. in the crease. It's all good. I, uh, I, that was awesome, though. I, I mean, the, that, that group last year, they got absolutely um, – it, it was BS. That's the only way I can put it. They did That they didn't get in the tournament last year. And obviously that was a form of redemption. They kept up last year's players, bra- the, the uh, excuse me, the NCAA bracket in their lockers, you know, throughout the past year or so. They used it as motivation. They came back. They they proved all those who made that poor decision last year wrong, and they uh, they were able to win their first national championship. Pretty sweet and, and pretty cool. Win or lose, they had a uh, a charity event set up in Philly today before they take an international trip, but. Kind of cool to commit to something like that, knowing that you know you could be coming off heartbreak. 
and and they had a number of times in NCAA tournament history, you know, fallen to Duke. Unfortunately, even though they had a good record versus Duke this year, so pretty pretty sweet though to see them be able to get it done like that. I'm excited to see them beat Duke. I need them to beat Duke. You know, I didn't get like first off, hockey's an amazing game. I wish I would have played it instead of baseball growing up. Like now looking back on it, really. Oh, yeah. Like, lacrosse, to me, if I was to pick a sport that 20, 30 years from now should be one of the top sports in this country, yeah. it'd, it'd be, be lacrosse. Yeah. It is the cool – I mean, I it's, it's fast-paced. It's physical. You know, you've got, you've got the element of scoring. There's the element of strategy. I mean, for example, I think there's about four minutes left in the game, and, and at that point, Notre Dame was up – maybe it was there either up three or up four with about four minutes left. And, you know, Duke implemented a strategy where they, they pull the goalie. So the goalie comes out of the goal and he's going to defend someone. And then they're going to double team the man who's going to start the playoff with the ball. And w- what do you think the logical thing that you do is? You know, you're saying, okay, we got to find the, the guy who's the goalie's covering because the goalie's the, the you know, least athletic guy probably on the field. So let's go find that player and, and set up a mismatch. Notre Dame ta- calls a timeout. They come back out. They're like, yeah, if, if they do this again, we're just going to throw it to that guy. And sure enough, uh, he makes a move, gets open, gets the ball, and that's, it was pretty much game over from that point. Like there was really no chance of Duke coming back. But you see all these little elements of strategy that play a role too, and it's just a cool sport. It's like everything that you know, like soccer fans like about soccer as far as the constant play – you get elements of that, but there's actually more scoring and there's more physicality and no one's flopping out there, right? Guys are getting whacked and, and you know, hit left and right. I mean, absolutely blown up. So it, it's, it's a really, really cool, fun sport. What would you guys guess? All right, because I think I have an answer here. Now, if this is uh, incorrect, we'll take this out of the podcast afterwards. But what would you guys say is the average salary for a professional lacrosse player oh, in the U.S.? 20000 uh, average, I probably say like eighty, sixty-four thousand. Mm. Okay, way so, more than I thought. Yeah. I had a buddy that was a year older than me in high school. Played in college. He had a job, full-time job. On weekends, he would go play, and I think they still have them. There's the PLL, which is the Professional Lacrosse League. Is that the league you're looking up the yeah. stats from? Yeah. And then there's the, there's an indoor one, and I think he used to go play in the indoor one, but it was like for few hundred couple grand like it was almost like a weekend warrior hobby type thing but it was a professional league and and and, he, and like he used to do it like in between he'd be like all like you know bruised up and every going in the office the next week it's <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy to think that like that sport for whatever reason it, it's growing in popularity but it's not quite where it should be and i'm telling you it's it i don't want to say it's not that hard to learn how to you know actually play and, and carry a stick and get those stick skills it is so cool, man. I'm telling you, it's one of the coolest sports to be a part, of, even for parents especially. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. They uh, like they'll uh, whether it's the NCAA or they'll do some of the professional. I've seen the indoor ones as well too. And yeah. it, that that story about going and doing the weekend warrior thing. A lot of like uh, professional wrestlers before they actually make it to the big times, they'll do these independent wrestling shows on the weekends and still work a full time job. And they've talked about having to go back into work, and they're all just battered and bruised. And everyone's like, "What yeah. the hell are you doing on the?" Weekend? That's do. how 70s football players were. Yeah. They literally had newspaper delivery jobs, different like worked in the mills and factories and stuff like that. Yeah. On the off season, they had multiple jobs. What's the deal not to completely throw us 
you know, into a ditch. But yeah. the whole AEW and, and Tony Khan, and I saw something with that with MJD this past weekend. Like, mm-hmm. what, what happened there? Um, do you, I don't, do you follow it close enough to I, know what I'm talking about? I know sort of what the structure of AEW is. So uh, Tony Khan, who's the son of Shad Khan. Uh, he runs the, it, right? Yeah, yeah, he runs it. It's their investment. And that's like his passion, even before football and everything else. He always, he was a big fan of professional wrestling. He would go to all these independent shows. And so while he does, I think he's in charge of the analytics department with the Jags. He's also running the soccer team internationally, and he runs AEW. And so I, I don't know the specifics of sort of their interactions, but there's a lot of people who think that their business structure just makes no sense whatsoever because they give out a bunch of contracts, big contracts with long-term deals. They've got a massive roster. The TV ratings aren't great. The revenue's not all that great coming in, and nobody can figure out how. And this goes to show you, and we've talked about this before, how wealthy NFL owners are. Nobody can figure out how they're able to sustain this because if this was WWE, there'd have to be some cuts because that's all they got. And, and the thought is... They make they do so well running the Jags that this is just kind of like a hobby. It's just kind of like yeah, whatever. This is what he wants to do on the side. So he's like he's one of those guys that that that's his passion and he does this on top of all the other responsibilities he has with the Jags and and that speculation about London and the new stadium and the re- renovations and all that stuff. And now you see Jacksonville starting to spark up and and actually play well again and win a playoff game last year. So yeah, Tony Khan's one of those guys who had a passion for it, was always going to these weekend shows, and now he's got his own wrestling promotion. So, okay, and, and yeah. just so you know, like one of the wrestlers basically <laughs> did a, I, I guess a, a post-fight press conference was just saying how I don't know maybe he's being you know looked at by the WWE like there was this whole thing, but the the look on Tony Khan's face in that oh, moment yeah. was priceless because he, he he's like he's in this competition with WWE and it's more more of a one-sided competition because their whole thought like they're looking big picture at these big you know these big stadium shows and all this stuff and so then these guys come up these wrestlers and they try and use the media and these nerds that cover wrestling to try and spark rumors but they're they don't actually call it marks. Yeah, they're called marks, yeah. and they but they don't run it by Tony Khan at these post at these post wrestling press conferences, and so Tony Khan's just sitting there going, "Wait, what?" <laughs> just sitting there while these guys are airing everybody out <laughs> and talking trash, and it's like you're not sure whether or not it's part of the act or not part of the act. Uh, it's 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 pretty interesting to see how it how it all runs. Maybe the Jags should own a lacrosse team. Hey, why don't we chip in and own a lacrosse team? I mean, why I think not? it's a little more it's a little more expensive than you think, but I would be definitely be down for it. The problem is, I'd put it in a place where it's not quite as popular yet, and then I try to grow the popularity. Like a lot of people who want to take it to, you know, destinations like the Northeast. Obviously, popular lacrosse is really popular up up, up there, the, or like the you know DMV. The problem there is like I feel like you're just kind of already you know filling in what it's already exists. You, you got to kind of grow it, build it somewhere else, California, you know, somewhere in, in the, in the Bible belt. Right. Um, I, I think there's, there's too many athletes. There's too many players that I watch that are football players that I'm like, you know, you could transition and play lacrosse and, and you could be a really, really good lacrosse player uh, instead of just being a guy who maybe runs track or maybe you play a little baseball or just play spring football. Like you can't tell me that a lot of the things you watch those the players do in lacrosse isn't applicable to what you'd be doing on a football field. Jim Brown, one of the most yeah. 
famous of all time to to do lacrosse. I can't imagine it's expensive to play lacrosse. It is. Is the it really? Sti- the sticks are expensive. Yeah, it's equipment. It's just like hockey. Yeah, you but ho- get equipment. The hockey's really expensive. Like yeah, that, but you got to get equipment. You got to get coverage. Like you, you got to get like, you got to get equipment for LA for LAX. Lee, how much is a lacrosse stick? And we're talking about the good stuff, not this knockoff. Lee, uh, did you play lacrosse? Not 99 cent store stuff. No, nah, lacrosse is more of an East Coast sport. Yeah. It's growing, though. Like, it is growing actually, here, but it definitely so, is I'll East say Coast. I wanted to play, but it wasn't around here. It's actually a, like a Maryland, like a, a Maryland sport, actually. Like, it was really big in Maryland. Oh, yeah. Super big, like more Southern East Coast, you know. I, I don't know. Like I lived in Annapolis, so I, I, you know, Under Armour is big on on LAX. You can get a five piece for like two hundred fifty bucks. Five piece lacrosse setup. It's not that bad. And hockey, it's like a thousand. Yeah. yeah, you know, like uh, you got your Sounds stick. Like you're, you're going to like KFC. Or something. <laughs> I tell you, you, you get a five piece for two fifty. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? Right. It it like what? The I hell? Have, I am seeing it uh, advertised as a five piece lacrosse piece. Yeah. for a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> that old five piece. Yeah. No, no, no big deal. It's an expensive chicken. <laughs> hey, mom, I need a new five piece. No problem. There's three hundred <laughs> bucks at the door. What's in that chicken? does stick in buttermilk. By the way, there's no excuse why it's only an east coast sport there's no excuse so 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 it, that's not technically true i mean why it's, it, well no i'll just say like it, it was popular when i was growing up in the midwest i mean i I'll, dublin jerome high school which is one of the, the schools that um has branched out in my hometown they're one of the top teams in the country like it, it, it's it's bigger than just that i mean even in even in south florida um there's there's a school up in boca that's really really good um there's a there's a couple others that are out there it's it's branched out it's just not part of the culture like it is in the Northeast, where whether it's the Northeast or, or Maryland, like kind of the D.C. DMV area, it, there, there's a different culture there where when kids grow up. That S is for real. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they're yeah. pushed into that sport. Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone's thinking. I don't know what you're being pushed into in California these days, but like <laughs> I, I, I know. Masks. I, I know in Ohio. <laughs> Like you had, you had one of three things: it was track, tents. baseball, or lacrosse. That was it. You said tenth. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is weird though that that wouldn't be an option it out here. That nobody too. would think like lacrosse would be. It's just like what? What is it? Go it's surf. It's an option. It's just. It's just you know. You yeah. got other things to do in California. Yeah. Like what? What do you? What do you think they're doing out here in California? Like if you had to guess, like what were a couple of things? You think I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you guys are are more in the mix of there. Okay. Lavar is literally deep into it. Yeah. I mean, he is deep, deep it's into baseball. It. So out here baseball baseball yeah, is big big out here like yeah. su- and football baseball and football and, i mean and basketball by the way we were talking yesterday like, brady you know, uh, baseball is big about i was just asking like what do i got to look forward to as a parent during holiday weekends he said travel tournaments if yeah. your kid plays sports you every travel, holiday dude. weekend is a travel tournament like yeah. the, the traffic around our house there's this baseball field like parking, you couldn't get it yesterday because it, I didn't realize it was like a three or four day baseball tournament yeah. that they just have. So that's hey Lee, all why did you choose to email us something instead of just texting us? Because <laughs> I don't have TikTok and it was the only way I can find it. <laughs> Wait, did you? I, I saw this. I, I don't have TikTok either. So am I gonna be able to even watch it? Still just grabbed the link. All right, so Lee sent I, us I sent the link. I, I didn't have. I couldn't find it on my phone. Lee sent us a link and it just says lacrosse dads. This feels like some sort of like weird, like fetish search video whoa. type thing. Whoa. Like a fetish. Lacrosse dads. Whoa. What is the uh 
It's a it's a reel, I guess is what the kids would call it, of just a bunch of lacrosse dads hanging out at the top of the stands, saying all lacrosse dads are the same. Mm. I don't know. I stumbled across it over the weekend. God, there is a look. Good. There is a look to them. Like they, 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 there's. It's always like some sort of button-up collared shirt, like Peter Millar polo, with either like a half zip-up hoodie or like one of those vests that you see people wear. What was the brand of the, a Patagonia vest? And then they've got like either sunglasses and like the the low brim hat, you know. <laughs> it's just a look. I'm telling you, man. That's like the lax dad look. All right. Well, uh, Lee, we've got it. Uh, yeah, that's the same look they've got in the video there. There yeah. you go. Spot on. I, I can't even open the video, but I can tell you exactly what they're wearing. <laughs> look, yeah, it's like it's basically shutting down my laptop. I don't know how's what's happening here. It's just on a con- constant reel that keeps buffering the entire time. Uh, but again, that is uh, that is your update, and congrats to Notre Dame, your new kings of lacrosse in the world of college sports. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. All right, so coming up, we are going to talk about this story that popped up in the NFL that apparently a lot of people spoke too soon on. We'll give you the latest details on that, and it's yours here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. 
Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up later on this hour, about 20 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of Would You Rather. We're going to make some hard-hitting decisions on some options that will be thrown our way by one lead to lap. So we'll get into that for you again a little over 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, But the speculation about what was going to happen with DeAndre Hopkins. That's been a story that's been floated out there. He listed a bunch of other quarterbacks he wanted to play for or or play with, rather. And then uh, it was like, well, you're still a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Well, the thought was last Friday that the the decision had been made. They were going to release DeAndre Hopkins. They couldn't find a trade partner. And apparently it is not official yet. Uh, Apparently with the long holiday weekend, that move has not been made official. So DeAndre Hopkins, as it stands right now, is still a member of the Arizona on the Cardinals, but at 4 p.m. Eastern time today, the feeling is the move will be made and he'll be looking for work and the conversation then becomes where does it make the most sense for DeAndre Hopkins Uh, and the Chiefs and the Bills have been heavily speculated as Albert Breer pointed out, those were the two teams that that had any sort of real trade conversations with Arizona over the past uh, couple of months there. So Yeah, and there's, there's a potential that he still gets traded today. Right. I mean, that might have been some of the strategy behind floating out that he was going to be released and doing it over the holiday weekend. And I think that was some of the confusion as well, is because most people thought it was going to become official uh, come Monday. But wait a second. It's Memorial Day. It's a holiday. So it actually pushes and, and gives you a little bit more time until Tuesday. So we'll, we'll see if something gets done. And, and sometimes it's, it's what teams do to you know, draw up more interest and a better offer because they don't like the offers that are currently on the table. Those two teams make a lot of sense, right? I think for, for all parties involved, for the, the, the Chiefs and Bills, if it's an arms race and they're trying to go win a Super Bowl, and if you're Hopkins, you get two you know, future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, in my opinion, and guys who I think you'd, you'd want to go play with that are going to give you the chance of winning that ring. And that's probably where DeAndre Hopkins is at at this point. He's had a lot of individual success. I think he wants to go to a place where he can now have the ultimate success of, of winning a, a Super Bowl. And that might come with taking a lesser role, less targets, less catches, but uh, it might be more rewarding when it's all said and done. So uh, a lot of players get to this, you know, this point in their career, and that's sometimes the things that they're looking for. And it, it's kind of interesting that Arizona would just, you know, after you know, the speculation and the things that he, he had originally said, and then Hopkins comes out and said, well, he's, he's not necessarily trying to go anywhere else or who said he wants to go anywhere else. And it led down a road of, you know, eventually this, them releasing them. And it, it seems like Arizona wants a fresh start with how they're building back up this roster. And obviously Hopkins wants a fresh start as well. Uh, I would throw Baltimore in there. I don't know that there's a bad decision for DeAndre Hopkins if it's a team that has talent, has a quarterback, has stability. I think that if he gets released, it just makes it, a, a much easier proposition versus getting traded. Obviously, you don't have the choice when you get traded. Uh, but if you get released, you're getting that cash. Arizona's got to pay you whatever it is that Arizona owes you out of out of that contract. So it's not like that that contract is getting absorbed and you just maintain what it is that you got going on as you go to the other team. You're you're getting paid twice now because whatever it is that that Arizona owed you. They're going to have to pay you. They don't get to unload that on someone else. And you don't have to to look at it from the standpoint of, 
let me make that money up. He doesn't have to make the money up. He can go in if he wanted to. He could go in at at market value. He could go in at at a league minimum, just just to fit into the team he would want to go to and play with the 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 quarterback that he want to play with. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to go for top dollar. So to me, I mean, he he has he has I guess flexibility if it's all about winning. He has flexibility. If if it's real, if he gets released, he has the flexibility to to go to a team if they want him. Now that's what it ultimately comes down to as well is do they want him? You know, do they? You're talking about a guy that two times there's been conversations about what he could possibly be as a person off the field. Now I've met DeAndre Hopkins. I thought he was a dope dude. I, I think he's a cool dude, but I've never been his teammate and I've never been his coach. And people would say that they got rid of him in Houston to clear out what his presence was in the locker room. Now people would say they're clearing him out in Arizona because of some of the things that he's had to say criticism-wise towards Arizona. So I think that that's going to play a a little bit of a part. And wherever he wants to go, that team is going to have to want him too. I mean, like, I don't know what the reputation he's got as a player, but I look at it and go, man, Houston was a disaster. Arizona was a disaster. At this point, he may as well just sign with the Commandos. Like, he's landed at every disaster franchise in the NFL. And then we talked about this yesterday, this report that came out that the Cardinals were upset that he, uh, you know, didn't want to part, or they sat him the final two games of the regular season and listed it because of a knee injury. And the thought was he was actually healthy and ready to go, but they were upset that he wanted out of one of the previous games there late in the season. It just felt like Arizona was a mess. And for him, it's an opportunity, you know, go somewhere else, start new. But if you're one of those teams and you're not offering, you know, if Buffalo's not interested because they feel like it's going to piss off Stephon Diggs, if Kansas City's not interested for whatever Kansas City's reasoning is, I keep saying I like Carolina. If you could get him to Carolina where you've got Adam Thielen there, but they had to trade DJ Moore because they needed to you know, bring in, uh, move off from him so they could get the number one pick. For a guy like Bryce Young to have DeAndre Hopkins. But would he want to do that? Would, would he want to take that chance on an unknown commodity in the league at this point? I mean, compared to where he's been, it's a pretty smooth sailing operation there compared to Arizona and Houston. I mean, is it? Went down. Um, well, is in, it? Yeah. in comparison... Arizona's they just, they a, just a got disaster. rid of a coach during the season last year. They had an interim coach. Um, do you guys want to put on a little game mu- show Uh-oh. music? And, and I'll go through the list of odds as to where uh, DeAndre Hopkins lands next. Yeah, but make sure it's uh, something that's not, you know, we're not taking any shots at where Brady comes from or family background. Or, uh, this is just ridiculous. Oh. I don't know why. Sorry, Brady. I don't know why. This is some interesting game show music. It is. I'm with so it. So Jonas Knox. He threw out the Carolina Panthers. Jonas, you feel like the Carolina Panthers would be a great spot for him? <laughs> well, now that odds are attached to it, probably not. Yeah. But I'll go with Carolina, please. Uh, not on the list. <laughs> not on the list of potential <laughs> suitors a stunner. for DeAndre Hopkins. That's what <laughs> Jonas Knox. By the way, the Washington Capitals are more likely to be on the list. That is true. That is oh, true. Uh, Le- LeVar had the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. 
The Ravens are number three on this list at plus 650. Okay. Um, you want to take another – how about this? Take another guess at a team outside of the Bills, Chiefs, which I, I think we all look at those as the two favorites. Yes. But take another guess. What, what else you got? The Chargers. And also based on information. Um, LeVar goes – hold on. LeVar goes with the Chargers. Okay. The Chargers are indeed a top six potential suitor. Hmm. They're a plus 1,000 to get DeAndre Hopkins next. Hmm. Okay. Jonas, back to you. I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars. What a season last year, building into really what could be year two of Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence just finding, you know, making their way into the playoffs, making a run. They're much lower down on the list. They're a plus 3,000. Oh, wow. Okay. So 30 to 1. If he goes to Jacksonville. Any now, other guesses that you? Uh, take, by the way, I'll take another stab. Can uh, will, will Calvin Ridley be placing that bet for me if he does go to Jacksonville or no? No, okay. I, I, he might be. He, he might be the bookie at this point. He might okay. be paying you out. Yeah, the, my, I, I think he's figured Dolphins. it out. The Miami Dolphins says Lavar Arrington. Miami is not on the list. Oh yeah. wow! No, I don't think they got money. <laughs> I don't think they can. They don't need to have money. Okay, here's one. Speaking of degenerate, yeah. yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear. Speaking it. of degenerate yeah. gamblers, yeah. the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. They're relatively high on the list. They are actually the seventh team in oh. pursuit of DeAndre Hopkins at plus twelve hundred. I mean, Jamison Williams is missing the first six games because he bet yeah. on an Iowa over under during the yeah. course of last season. So that's a loss. So it yeah. feels like Detroit. Well, so hold on. Is this teams that are pursuing him or teams that he's likely to land on? Likely Le- to land. Based on. on the odds, likely to land. Okay. I'm surprised there's one you have you guys haven't haven't thrown out there. Oh, the Cowboys? Well, no, oh. but they are also on this list. Of course they are actually 10th Ten. at 25 to 1, plus 2,500. I'm going to throw the Jets. All right, there you go. Man. I'll throw the Jets out there. Jets are fourth. They're fourth on the list at plus 700. There's still maybe a um, reunion of sorts, if you will, that, that could be potentially out there. And I mean, oh, who the, else? The who Browns? Yeah, the Browns, they're not as high on the list. They're at plus uh, 3,000 or 30 See, to 1. The only reason but, why. but if he goes there, you also get a massage table. So. Oh, come on. But that, I mean, that, what was the relationship the between him and Deshaun, though? Because people reported that they got rid of DeAndre so that Deshaun could have the, the leadership role in the locker room. I mean, I remember reading that when they let him go because I couldn't understand why they had let him go. A but lot was, of people were saying that that was speculated. Wasn't he pissed? Wasn't Deshaun Watson pissed that they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins? That was the other story that I saw that was out there. There was a lot out there. Yeah. I'm not uh, really sure what the reason is. Yeah. I don't know. All, All right. right. I, th- I, th- I think, by yeah. the way, speaking of gambling odds, you know, the French Open's going on right now, and live bad Jesus hasn't taken the time to show up once during I mean, our show. Look, I, I, listen, I don't know what to tell you. We, we, don't, we don't have the French well, Open on any of the TVs here. Money. All right, like, you, you can't bet the, the lint that's in your pockets, you know? Yeah, that's where live bet Jesus is at at this I point. I mean, I don't think that's that's an okay thing to do. To we still haven't got like number that. one. No, you got number one. The, you, we we had the top one? two. Oh, Bills okay, and Bills, yeah, Bills and Chiefs. Because yeah. that's what uh, And Greer who was number three? Baltimore, the team you Bam. picked. And then number okay, four, the New York Jets, so, the fourth okay. team you picked. All right. yeah. There you go. 
All right. I wouldn't have been so stressed out trying to come up with another one if I'd have known that I had hit the, the highest one outside of the I two just that. can't believe you get a massage table. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one. pretty dope, though. I mean, now, I ain't going to go there. I, I mean, I was I was going to go there, but I'm not going to go there. Yeah, to just a, because the best thing about lavar and his ability to understand oh, yeah. how to cook yeah. his ability to understand which team would be third on well, the list it's because it's that, all natural it's, baby it's not only all, all natural, natural but it's real you know what <laughs> i mean if you dig what i'm saying and you know what isn't real real talk artificial turf yeah yep real talk is artificial turf it's leading to 32% more non-contact knee injuries american grass seed company pennington is on a mission, people. And you know what they're on a mission to do? Ban turf fields with their hashtag flip the turf movement. So go to Pennington.com slash flip the turf now. Learn more. Sign the petition if you dig it so that teams can hashtag flip the turf to real grass. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There you go. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So we are going to have another edition of Would You Rather coming up here shortly, but for all the latest from around the, the world grass. of sports, a man who has just partaken in the feast of all feasts on a Tuesday after Memorial Day, Yeah, the ribs of Lavar. I mean, I'm just saying, man, I do this. Edmund Garcia. I do it, Eddie. Eddie. Two thumbs up, Var. Bam. How about it? Two thumbs up. I'm just meticulous, man. You know, like like a perfectionist about this thing, man. Like the whole prep deal. Like I like go through a whole routine. Like I know. I, I, listen, Eddie, I appreciate you appreciating them. Lee, same to you. You know. By the Ber- way, Berto and Jonas. You know, Eddie and, I, Eddie and I were talking during the break. Are do you guys like uh, baby back ribs or wings better? Well, oh. Well, I'm, I, well, Go ahead. I, I was going to take it a different direction. Cause one of my buddies made uh, some beef ribs in his smoker yeah. yesterday. Ooh. And I, I, beef ribs, pork ribs, is not even a comp. Like, beef ribs are so much better. Oh, really? See, I was oh, going the other yeah, way. I don't think so. No, I think pork no. ribs are like way baby better. Back. Beef ribs all day. Oops. Give me those dinosaur bones. Yeah, I go the other way. I like pork ribs. Yeah, they're better. Yeah. I, I have to agree. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. No, no, no worries. Bigger's, bigger, bigger's better. Man. What about what about you, uh, Lee? What I had both yesterday, and uh, there was a debate over it. We went pork ribs, though. Yeah, beef ribs got quite a taste to it. It's in, oh, I love it. I think pork has more stuff. flavor, man. Yeah. It just has more flavor. But the swine though can be unkind. You know? It can be unkind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Swine is swine is always kind to me. I don't yeah. know. What you're yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. What you got? E? Well, we got uh, Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, the NBA playoffs, and a lot of people, even me, who's not normally a customer of the NBA, looking forward to this game. Unfortunately, unless you're a Heat fan, uh, didn't really work out all that well. It wasn't uh, much of a contest as the Heat beat the Celtics in Boston, 103 to 84. Miami hitting 14 three pointers. They shot 50 percent behind the three point line. Jimmy Butler led him with 28 points. Caleb Martin had 26 points for Boston. Four, excuse me. 9 for 42 from behind the three-point line. The 84 points scored the fewest points in a game for them this entire season. 
Jason Tatum, the top player, twisted his ankle early in the first quarter. Finished with 14 points, 5 of 13 from the field. Miami, the first play-in team and the second eighth seed ever to make it to the NBA Finals. No eighth seed's ever won it before. They'll be an underdog as they take on the Nuggets in Denver. Game one coming up on Thursday. Now back to Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox in the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash Matt. So it is a Tuesday tradition. It's another edition of Would You Rather? Hard-hitting decisions we must make in the world of sports and beyond. And it's yours next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to take a look ahead. It's what is going to be some good news for an entire sport. 
So nice. we'll get into that for you here uh, coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Before we get to another edition of Would You Rather, though, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's make history. And now, Would You Rather. Would You Rather, your random topics. Sports or otherwise. All right, lead to lap. What do we got, guys? We'll start with the NBA. Would you? Who would you rather see get their first ring? Would it be Jokic or Butler? Oh, Jokic. Oof. Ah, this is a tough one for me. I'm going Jimmy Butler, man. That that his heart. I just he makes you want to pull for him like I, I definitely love Joker because he, he he gets the MVPs he's 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 underrated actually like people under under appreciate Joker but Jimmy Butler to me man I'm I'm in on Jimmy Butler how old's Jimmy Butler 32 I think he's 33 so I, I'll say Jimmy Butler only because I don't know how many more chances he'll get at it especially in the role in which he is their guy. He's the guy. Nikola Jokic is, what, 28? And I feel like this could be a run for a while. I mean, he's been awesome the past, you know, three, four years. Um, and so I think he'll get another shot. And so I, I guess my decision is purely and only based on father time. Where, like, I just I don't know how many more chances Jimmy Butler will get at it. I feel like Nikola Jokic will will be able to have another shot at it. Yeah. Well, Father Time just went out for groceries and never returned because Denver's winning that series in five. Yeah. <laughs> that right now. In, in five? five? Yeah. Five. Wow. Okay. Cinco. How many? Cinco. Do you know any other language or not? Uh, let me see. German is uh, ein, drei, tres, four. The Sank? Is that French? Sank. I think I think Fira is five. Okay. Or no, Fiv. Fiv is five in German. Fiv, yeah, Fiv. What is like, what? what's un, deux, trois? That's French. Is that French? Yeah. Right. I can't I get that. Cinq, cinq seis. Yeah, siete. Nueve. Nueve. Diez. Now you're going to go to You guys went from French to Spanish. Is it? Well, yeah. Un, deux, trois is French. Okay. We're Frenchicans. Nah, don't put me in on that. What I, do you mean? I, 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 I we just did. We just did. Uh, we just did German. I got three, Spanish and French. Nine. I got five segment. on it. That's all I tell you. <laughs> I know that word. Nine. Uh, what? Are we, what else we got, Lee? Guys, would you rather have chronic wet socks or chronic bo? Bo. I wet socks is one of the worst feelings yeah. in the world. I'll go bo. I'm gonna go wet socks. I'm not gonna say what wearing wet socks feels like, but. I'd rather be grossed that, out by wet socks than stink. Yeah, yeah there's that's surprising. I would have thought you would have stayed away from the socks altogether. Well, I've been wearing socks lately. My sneaker game has been on fire, by the way. Yeah. On Can fire. I, Jonas, did you pick? Because you've got you, – you seem to always – talking about said BO. BO. Well, I'm just more vocal about it. It pops up like like once every four months. I'll get a really bad case of BO out of nowhere, and it, either, it's either it's the shirt or whatever. What? Yeah, I don't know. It's just so like every four months. You've got periodic BO? Yeah, just periodically it so pops B- up. BO only affects you at certain times it, of the year? It's weird, and it's not even during the summertime. It was like Easter? 
Yeah, just random days. Like all of a sudden, it's like President's Day, and there's like a so, swarm of flies so near my armpit. Other people wake up. They're just in a bad mood. You just had a you just have a bad case of beer. Yeah, like there's no real mood swings. It's just hygiene swings that for some reason. Sense. I know it's it's weird. I don't know so what it is. You just forgot to shower. I, mean, <laughs> it's, I I don't I know. Like I shower at least once a day. It's not. Oh like, no, man! It feels like more of a hygiene issue. I, I don't know. Like there's never an issue. Lavar's in studio. Do I ever have Bo in studio? I don't try to smell smell you like you gotta understand i i i have a household full of i just graduated them too by the way so now it's just my family what up, graduates? in my house but i breathe through my mouth because i don't want to smell anybody okay like at you, any I, given moment somebody could out. let let something go or whatever i just i just don't want to smell it oh you so. you got a lot of room to talk i've learned how with right. what you've done to those two behind the glass yeah. multiple times during yeah, the course of, of the course. show of course, wow. but you know, Lavar's gotten part of the. I thought Lavar's. That was back in the old. That was back in the old, old studio. studio. Yeah, you graduated beyond yeah. that now. No, nah, because Lavar's got respect for the. <laughs> <studio>. <laughs> oh yeah. man, yeah. Um, I have respect for our studio, but, but not the control room. But wet socks is a miserable, miserable existence. Awful. I, I don't know how people that work on like like the deadliest catch show like I don't know how those yeah. people like like can deal with just sort of the water intake that gets in their clothes uh, and all the uh, other crap. I'll put it this way: you've got a case of bo, all right, which you identify out in public. Yeah, but you're also out in public. You step in a puddle, and you've got socks on and shoes, Awful. but like they're soaked now. Awful. I, I, I'd be more. I, I'd be quicker to take my socks and shoes off before I'd have to run to go grab a stick of deodorant. Yeah, it's that's how awful that feeling. Because is. if you step in a puddle and you're wearing flip flops, eh, whatever, it sucks. But you know what? It'll dry off. Yeah, it's fine. But the socks, like, there's something oh. about socks that takes so long to dry. Like, if you put a right. sock we, and a comforter in a dryer, move on to another one. I'll yeah, what else we got, Lee? Guys, uh, would you rather give up burgers or give up ribs? Mm. Burgers, ribs. Because I can make a sandwich out of the ribs. I can't make the ribs out of a burger. I'll say ribs just because it's hard to find good ribs. Yeah. Especially in this place. It'd be, it, I mean, <laughs> ribs to me is like can be lunch, but it's more of like a dinner thing. You can eat burgers for lunch or dinner. It's yeah. hard to find a good burger, too, though. Or even a breakfast burger. Hard to find a good burger? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah I think that. so. Like, really? I love yeah, Five Guys. Huh? There's not very many burgers that I really like. You like Five Guys? Yeah, I love Five Guys. All the time. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.